Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Thanks for joining us today. Do you ever feel that there's a giant vortex sucking time out of your life? Maybe it all goes to the same place that odd sock in the dryer goes to. Who knows? Let me talk to you a little bit today about setting short-term goals. A year ago, if asked to choose between planning an outdoor school adventure for 82 kids or writing out my plan to achieve short-term goals, I would have chosen the trip for 82 teenagers. Piece of cake. I can plan a thousand-mile trip that includes pit stops, food, camping arrangements, and curriculum to keep everyone engaged and occupied for seven days. But ask me to tell you how to accomplish my own short-term goals? Not so much. But that mindset has changed for me over the past year. Honestly, as a wife, mother, grandma, and teacher, I don't think I've had much practice at accomplishing my own short-term goals. Every mother knows that schedules and deadlines must remain elastic in order to accommodate the unforeseen in life. Things like baby burp, a lap full of vomit, difficult homework, volleyball or basketball games, and mom taxi rides to last minute or unremembered events. When planning short-term goals for work, such as outdoor school, my time and creative energies belong to my work realm and my family and friends understand my need for focus. Accomplishing my own short-term goals or mid-range goals requires that I see myself as valuable enough to plan them out and actually execute them. I haven't always done this, but as I've journeyed through career, cancer, and mental health caregiving, and parenthood, not necessarily in that order, I've come to understand that I owe it to the ones I love to actually take care of myself. Taking care of myself means that I routinely practice self-care. And self-care means that I care enough about myself to set both long-term and short-term goals in order to become the best version of me. As a woman, I often feel subsumed by the needs and goals of those I love. I often fail to steer my own boat and end up frustrated and lost at sea. But I discovered a few things last year that have helped me stop drifting and focus on the important things. In today's podcast, I'll guide you through the five hacks for setting short-term goals. Having a purpose, goals, and a plan help me to allocate my time wisely. Since I've changed my goal-setting habits, I find myself more at peace. At the end of the day, I don't regret all I didn't accomplish. Instead, I celebrate all I did accomplish, and I know that I didn't just accomplish a bunch of stuff on a to-do list. I made progress, even if small, towards my goals. Short-term goals act as the day-to-day plan that help you move forward on your house-building project. Remember, long-term goals are like a house plan for the shape of your life. You can listen to last week's podcast, Podcast 002. For example... I want to be able to swing from grapevines when I'm 90 and take my great-grandchildren on hikes and adventures well into my dotage. In order to accomplish that, I need to eat healthfully, maintain muscle mass, have aerobic conditioning, and keep my mind sharp. 
Although, if I'm swinging from grapevines when I'm 90, there might be some debate as to how sharp my mind is. But anyhow, I digress. The actions I take on a daily basis, or my short-term goals, things like having adequate time for sleep, exercise, and healthy eating, determine whether or not I'll meet my goals of good health and grapevine swinging. Without meaningful long-term goals, you'll find it difficult to plan and execute short-term goals. Long-term goals give us a purpose, but short-term goals give us focus. Let me say that again. Long-term goals give us purpose, and short-term goals give us focus. If you'd like more information on having a purpose-driven life, you can check out Rick Warren's book. I'll leave a link in the show notes. These five hacks will help you set short-term goals that will focus your efforts in the right areas. Hack number one, learn to set smart or smarter goals. Learn how to create smart or smarter goals. Although some controversy exists about who created smart goals and in which decade, either the 70s or the 80s, most people have some idea what the acronym stands for. S stands for specific. M stands for measurable. A stands for assignable or who will do it or you could say actionable. R stands for realistic, and T stands for time-bound. Michael Hyatt, one of my favorite goal-setting gurus, has tweaked the acronym based on research. He uses the SMARTER acronym. I kind of like his way of setting goals a little bit better than just the plain vanilla SMART goals. So, SMARTER goals, the S stands for specific, M stands for measurable, A stands for action-oriented, you start the goal with an action verb, not a to-be verb, R stands for risky, Hyatt believes if a goal doesn't scare you a little, you probably won't stick with it, T stands for time-keyed, have an end date on when you want to achieve this goal, E stands for exciting, if the goal doesn't excite us, why stick with it? R, relevant. Make sure your goals have relevance for your season of life. Hack number two, take time to actually set your goals. In Living Forward, Michael Hyatt and Daniel Harkavy suggest spending an entire day away from home once every three months. Yeah, I know. If you're a mom with little kids, you're probably laughing your head off now. But bear with me. They suggest that you spend an entire day away from home every three months to review and think about your goals for the next quarter. While that sounds wonderful, I've only done it once, and I don't even have little kids at home. But I did spend two days camping and developing my life plan, and I think it is important to do that, to take time away, even if you have to check yourself into a motel, to develop your life plan, because that will really help you with the rest of your goal setting. Most of the time, I just budget extra time each day at the end of the quarter to review what I've accomplished and set goals for the next quarter. This year, I plan on approaching my goal setting with more intentionality. I did pretty good last year, but I want to improve. Hack number three, know your why. If you don't understand and acknowledge your motivation, you'll find it difficult to commit to accomplishing a goal. This goes back to having a life plan and knowing your long-term goals. If you want to improve your level of self-care, for example, 
You can take the time to fill out a free self-care checklist that walks you through improving your self-care routine. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. Knowing our why gives us a better understanding of the importance of the goal, which in turn helps us achieve the goal. Hack number four, write down your goals and share them too. Don't just think about your goals, write them down. According to Dr. Gail Matthews, a psychology professor at Dominican University in California, her 2015 study proves that three elements will help you achieve your goals more quickly. Dr. Matthews suggests three things to help you accomplish your short-term goals. She says you need to write your goals down, you need to have accountability, and you need to make a commitment to your goals. And if you do those three things, you'll have a 76% better chance of actually accomplishing your goals. Hack number four, don't have too many goals of either kind. Setting dozens of goals for the next year seems like a great idea in January, but experts agree that limiting your short-term goals to 10 or fewer will help you actually achieve them. Goals tend to fall into one of two categories, achievement goals and habit goals. Achievement goals involve something you'd like to accomplish that you know you can work on each day. For example, getting a college degree or completing a training certification. Last January, I identified one of my goals as doubling my blog traffic. Each day I did something that I thought would help achieve this goal. By December 31, much to my surprise, I had actually doubled my blog traffic. All too often, we underestimate the power of taking daily small steps. Habit goals involve those things we know we need to do on a daily basis to improve our health or the quality of our relationships. Perhaps you'd like to form the habit of praying with your spouse each morning. Maybe you want to take more steps each day. Whatever the case, it will take approximately 70 days of repetition to ingrain that habit into your life. Make both achievement goals and habit goals, but remember to not overload yourself with too many. One of my goals last year, lose 20 pounds and maintain that weight loss, took about three months to reach. Now I've entered the maintenance phase, which means I can't pick up old habits that made me gain the 20 extra pounds in the first place. I need to constantly monitor my progress and make healthier choices. Hack number five, find a good goal-setting planner or system. What is the best goal-setting planner? Well, simple. It's the one that works for you, the one you will actually use. I've tried different systems, everything from a blank notebook to a bullet journal to a panda planner. Last year, I purchased a year-long subscription to Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner and discovered Planner Nirvana. I believe that a good planner will help you do these six things. It will, number one, help you articulate your long-term life goals. Number two, it will help you break those goals down into short-term goals. Number three, it will provide training for using their system. I found this with both the Panda Planner and the Full Focus Planner. But the Full Focus Planner had the most comprehensive training. Number four, it will include weekly and daily preview activities. Number five, it will lead you through after-action review activities. And number six, it will look and feel like something you want to carry around with you at all times. One of the planners I bought felt like it was the size of a small house. 
So that's why I like both the Panda Planner, the Bullet Planner, and the Full Focus Planner because they're small, but they're still big enough to write in. You can avoid drifting through life and the constant twinge of regret over things you didn't accomplish. It takes setting aside time to do deep thinking about long-term goals as well as time to think about short-term goals. Next week, we'll delve into the science and application of forming new habits. But for now, don't forget these five hacks. Think about which one you might implement today. The five hacks for setting short-term goals. Number one, learn to set smart or smarter goals. Number two, set aside time to think and plan your short-term goals. Number three, know your why. You'll stick to your goals if you understand why you made them. Number four, write your goals down and share them with someone. Number five, find a good goal-setting planner or system. That's it for this week. We'll see you next Tuesday when we talk about forming new habits. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at anitaojeda.com or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.